Because Money was originally recorded as a video podcast, so there may be visuals that don't carry through to this audio-only version. Please visit becausemoney.ca to see the show notes, related links, and more. And here we go. We're on air. Hello, everybody. There's absolutely nobody watching this live, but we will uh, record this. And we are the Canadian Personal Finance Hangout. If that's not a mouthful, I don't know what is. I'm Jackson Middleton. I'm the Kilted Broker. You can follow me on Twitter, at Kilted Broker. And I'm with Sandy Martin from Spring Personal Finance. Sandy is a fee-only financial planner. Sandy, say hello so the people can see you live in black and white. Uh, hello. There you go. There we go. <laughs> Perfect. And we've got Rob Engen from Boomer and Echo coming from Lethbridge, Alberta. Rob, if you're not frozen, say hello to the people out there. Hi from Lethbridge. There we go. So this is our first show. And uh gonna talk a bit about what we're doing, and then we're going to kind of go and give some in-depth uh kind of bios about who the three of us are and why you should listen to us or if you should listen to us. So the Canadian Personal Finance Hangout is a weekly Google Plus Hangout where we discuss basic personal finance issues with each other and our social community. I guess that would be you, our viewers. Our goal is to be relevant to people who want to understand what personal finance means to them directly and how it can impact their family. We'll be talking critically about the stories making finance news in Canada, and we'll be answering questions using a hashtag. And we will be using hashtag PFHCA. And uh, if you want to check us out on our website, PFHCA stands for personalfinancehangout.ca and is also our hashtag on Twitter. We will be sharing stories and blog posts throughout the week in our Canadian personal finance community on Google+. We've been doing that for about four or five months now and we've had lots of great conversation and we would encourage you to join us there. Our goal is to be a resource for people who want to manage their money better. And we're excited to be here. And Sandy, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. And uh, I'm going to get you to tell us a bit about who you are, where you've come from, and all of your hopes and dreams. My hopes and dreams. Uh, is, this my, is this my short intro? <laughs> no, this is your long one. We're going <laughs> to skip the intro. short intros. Just go into the long one and, and, and let people know who you are. Um, well, I I was in banking for seven years, and it um, I got to meet a lot of really great people, and I found myself wanting to spend more and more time with those people, with people that you know need to know how they can balance their mortgage and their retirement savings and their education savings, and 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 just simple things like you know consolidating someone's debt and working on their cash flow or their budget or something and that is not something that I mean it's just not the business structure that a bank pursues just it's I mean not I'm not I make judgments in other arenas in this arena I'll just say it's just not something they particularly pursue um, and that was the part that I really loved so um, gradually it took me a long time I wasn't like I'm not a fast mover that way so it, it the dream kind of percolated, and I wanted to do something with people like that, and but not with the sales of you know mortgages and credit cards and stuff on top of it. So, yeah. So gradually, I, yeah, I thought about the business, and 
um, I thought I could do some fee-only planning, which is a really ugly term. Jackson makes fun of it all the time. Fee-only planning is, like, it's basically advice planning, right? It's, you know, I don't sell um, investments, and I, I can't manage your money for you or anything like that, but I can help you. I can teach you to do it, and I can teach you the skills you need to know to assess and analyze investments, which can be kind of boring for non-money nerds. Um, so now I work with people doing the things that I always wanted to do at the bank but never really had time to do. And I don't take a lot of clients because I like to also have a life with my very young children. So <laughs> that's where my hopes and dreams are that in a few years I will have built up enough of a business that I can then work full-time and have more clients. But right now I like focusing just on the few that I have and doing a really good job with them. That's my very long story. Excellent. And uh, just kind of, so you, you were in the bank, then you've moved in, so you are a fee-only financial planner. You've got your business, and it's Spring Personal Finance. And people, can, and people can find you at springpersonalfinance.ca? Dot com. Dot com. Okay. Mm -hmm. so you, went the, you went with the com instead of the dot ca. Interesting. Well, I have the dot ca, too. But Ooh, okay. okay, there we go. So, uh, Rob, why don't you why don't you tell people who you are, where you're from, what you've done, who you write for, and uh, and all that kind of good stuff. Sure. So uh, I'm 34. I'm married, uh, two young children, and I live in Lethbridge, Alberta. I'm originally from Calgary. I moved down here to go to school and haven't moved away since. So Lethbridge is my home, and uh, my career started out in the hospitality industry, and I now work for a university here in Lethbridge. Uh, so nothing financially related. So you might wonder why that's why I got into writing personal finance, and uh, I was always interested in personal finance and investing. Um, my mom was a banker for one of the big banks for about 20 years, and she she and I would talk about personal finance all the time, much to the chagrin of the rest of our family. And so uh, one day we decided, well, let's start out, uh, or I started, I was reading, you know, some of the other blogs that were out there, you know, Million Dollar Journeys and Money Smarts blog and some of these ones, and I was following along, and I thought, you know what, as I'm pouring through the archives reading this at night while our kid goes to bed at 7 o'clock, I figured, you know, I could probably be writing a few of these from my own experience, and um, so I talked to my mom about what that might look like, and we put together, you know, about five or ten articles, and one day I just started, I downloaded WordPress, and we just, uh, my mom came up with the name Boomer and Echo. Uh, we didn't see a lot of that um, out there. You know, there was a lot of, like, a lot of people kind of in my situation, where it was like a 30-something just started a family, and they were writing blogs, but there wasn't a lot in that Boomer age uh, category, and so we thought that would be a really unique spin on a personal finance blog, and so... Um, I basically hit publish on the first article and off we went and we published five days a week for about two years and it was insane. I guess we had a lot to say and uh, we've slowly pared that down to about three days a week now and have to recruit some expert help. So Sandy uh, <laughs> Sandy publishes <laughs> once a month and we've got a, uh, another guest or another guest contributor that uh, helps us out there, but. You know, just through writing, and, and uh, I, I wrote a little bit on Canadian Finance Blog, and I think I was discovered there by a gentleman named Adam uh, Mayers, who uh, is the editor at the Toronto Star Personal Finance. And back then they were starting a new um, kind of, I guess, more of a personal finance blog 
called Moneyville, and they wanted writers from all you know, different ages and stages in their life uh, to try to uh, appeal to an audience outside of Toronto. And so Adam approached me to blog there. And so not only was I doing the Boomer and Echo blog, but I was doing two articles a week for Moneyville. And since then, they've kind of shut that down and folded it back into the Toronto Star personal finance section, and I continue to write there every, every two weeks. And that's where I am. It's been nice. a fun journey. Yeah. Nice, that totally works. So now you, just just to clear it up, you don't actually work in the personal finance, you just write a whole lot about your experience and about personal finance. That's right, yeah, I have a, I, I guess I just have the interest in personal finance and investing, and so, and a lot, I guess at this age, you know, you're buying a house and you've got kids and you're starting an RESP and you're just going through so much that uh, uh, a lot of my personal experience is more about either writing about the mistakes I've made in the past and, and so other people don't have to do that or kind of what I'm doing now and uh, now that I've kind of got things on track. So uh, I just feel like this is a stage where you just have a lot going on in your life as far as money and personal finance and investing. So um, I just have a lot to say on it right now. No, for sure. And I actually, uh, I kind of find myself in the same situation where um, I'm actually a mortgage broker by trade. I've right. been, uh, I started in 2007. I was actually a property developer before that. Um, I got into the, the house flipping game. So I kind of found it a little interesting that, you know, Sandy worked for a bank, but now does her own show. And then you and me, Rob, we, uh, we don't really work in personal finance, but yet we we're now hosting the Canadian personal finance finance hangout and I think this is awesome so what we're gonna do is we're gonna bring on guests we're gonna bring on guests who actually work in personal finance and we're gonna grill them and we're gonna do that so if you or someone you know works in personal finance uh, let us know our viewers out there and we will uh, we'll get you on the show but I'll uh, I'll kind of get into my bio as I said I was uh, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I'm actually working for my first boss for the last year. I, uh, I, I started... I got involved in properties. The market went through the roof. My houses could have my houses could have burnt down, and I would have made money. So I timed the market great. Um, I'm very interested in personal finance, and I bet you my life is a biography on what not to do with money. Um, I love money, but... I just am not good at investing it. Um, I took my money, and in 2008, I invested half of my money into uh, junior speculative oil stocks. And I lost, I, I remember, it took me two weeks to get my trade freedom platform set up. And man, I was, a ha I was the happiest kid in the world. I got my platform, I'm ready to go, and I invest, I buy my stocks, I'm sitting back. I mean, I'm, I'm spending three hours a day looking at my stocks, and... Within two weeks, I had lost 95% of their value. It was just like I completely deflated. Now, I made a lot of money in the housing market, fluked, and I guess my capital losses covered my capital gains, so I was you know, rock solid there. But moving forward, I have found that the best use of my money has been investing in myself. So in 2007... I actually set up a mortgage company. I started working uh, as an independent. I basically floated myself for two years on salary uh, from my previous earnings so that I could invest in my business and grow my business to a point where uh, 
I didn't have to draw money from my business, which I felt was a really good good thing for me because I could grow my business naturally rather than having to rely on every single sale. I didn't need to be that greasy salesman. I could actually take time and care about people. So I, I found that growing my mortgage business was uh, was really quite a bit of fun. I worked for a national brokerage for three years and then I started my own company called Highland Mortgage Partners in 2010 and I found that my favorite part of mortgage brokering was actually the finance side. I really enjoyed sitting down with a young couple. I, I really tailored my marketing towards first-time home buyers and people who just had no clue. When I'd ask them if they had a credit score, they'd ask me, what's a credit score? So, I mean, in the in the years that I was a mortgage broker, my, my real passion was helping people out, meeting them at a coffee shop and spending two to three hours with each client going through, okay, this is this is what a debt service ratio is, this is what, you know, and going through all of the, the, the steps for qualifying for a mortgage. I know that people don't understand everything, nor do they have to, but my goal was always provide people with as much information as they need to make a good, educated decision. And that's what I really want to accomplish with this personal finance hangout, because I think there's a lot of people talking about personal finance, but it's, it's, it's usually and maybe I'll get in trouble for saying this, but I find finance bloggers have a real tendency to want to up the ante and you know keep climbing the ladder and who can blog more intricate, detailed stuff and use acronyms that people don't understand just to be kind of... And I'm, I'm hoping that what we can do is appeal to more of a household finance. Like, how does this affect you? How does the news in Canada affect you? So... Getting back to my story, I ramble a lot. I do that. Um, I actually I got involved in social media in 2010 and really grew my mortgage business through social media. And really, I sold. Uh, I I grew my. I got so busy that I wasn't spending enough quality time with my clients because I just had so much to do and I didn't. I'm not an administrative person. I'm more of a, hey, let's go out and talk over coffee than administrative. So I sold my mortgage business to First Foundation Residential Mortgages in January of 2013 and I've kept on as the executive editor of the Own, Grow, Protect blog. And I'm losing my voice. Water. So that's what I do now is I'm actually a social media guy and I, I professionally do social media and have for the last year but really love the conversation around personal finance. So, um, Sandy, we were talking a little bit before and I um, about your... You kind of spurned me on to the, the, the line of thinking that the, the conversation is kind of heady. Why don't you talk a bit about that and just uh, let people know where you're coming from there. Oh, about personal finance. You know, I just find that it's almost what you said. It's when you start writing about personal finance or talking about it. Uh, Rob and I were at this a conference a little while ago, and someone used a phrase: "You have to, you have to feed the goat." He was talking about television. I blog, but I only, I don't do it that often because I have to balance it with client work. And the last thing I want is to have a big deadline for a client and then have a blog post come out while I'm working on it. It's like, yeah, I can't I can't finish your work because I'm busy writing. <laughs> so I don't, I mean, I, I try not to fall into the feed the goat mentality, but I think that's, 
I think once you get, and I don't know, Rob, if you feel that way sometimes, you get to a point where you're, you feel like, well, I need to write something, and I, I can't write about whatever because everybody else has been writing about it forever and ever, so I'm just going to write something else. I don't know. I'm not very good at explaining it, but I just find that you get the people who really spend time thinking about their posts and really trying to convey good information don't have can't write as often as I don't know how to explain that. I'm sorry. Some, so someone like me. No, no, that's horrible. That's <laughs> not what I mean at all. That's awesome. No, there's that's some funny. there's some there's some great bloggers out there who can put out a post that's so heavily researched, and they can they you know they they just write in a style that you can that you know is really refreshing and it's very unique, and and they can put those posts out. And I can't do that. I I can write about little subjects and take you know a 400 or 500 word you know short take on it, I guess, and uh, and that's how I kind of approach the content. It's not like, oh, oh, I have to put out something today. Maybe some days it's like that, but for the most part, it's like taking a topic and exploring it, and there's, you know, there's thousands of personal finance topics, and I'm not trying to save the world with every post, I guess, so that's, uh, you know, we're just trying to build consistency, and, and, you know, we've grown an audience now where I... I Uh-oh. I kind of think that they Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It's kind of the approach I take, anyways. That mm-hmm. um, so I want to deliver something for them, right? It's like I guess having your your TV programs on once a week and you expect it to be on. So um, well, we want, obviously we want to deliver good content and and make it uh, and want them wanting to engage in it and whatnot. If I could backpedal a bit, <laughs> I love when you backpedal. Anyways, go on. <laughs> that's I mean, that's not really I. Yeah. It doesn't mean that if someone has volume that they're necessarily light. Do you know what I mean? It's not I don't think that Boomer and Echo is personal finance light. I just mean that um there's the there's a lot of information out there that's not that gets that gets to the point where a household just kind of what you were saying, Jackson, that a person a normal person who doesn't think about finance, because we think about it all the time. We're either writing about it all the time or we're dealing with clients all the time. We think about it to the nth degree. We're shaving pennies. And there's people that who who otherwise are just looking for information on whatever, RESPs or can I take the money out if my kid doesn't go to university or something. Um, they feel guilty for not optimizing their life completely. Like I always, I always make that joke about I don't have a free checking account. <laughs> And I don't put all of my stuff on a credit card, and it's like the it's violating the the rules of personal finance. If you get into that world, sometimes you feel like I don't want to interact with these people because they're all way smarter than me, and they've got everything optimized down to the last penny. And I just I don't know. I I think sometimes that we give the impression that our lives are or that we're smarter than we maybe are sometimes. <laughs> and I promise you that I will not let this go there because I can't take it there. I got a lot of mortgage experience, but I mean, I still don't know what an EFT or ETF or whatever you guys talk about is. So I will be the guy that if we get into kind of the high level stuff, I'll I'll bring us right back down to reality. And I, I'm kind of uh, looking forward to that. So 
that'll be fun. But uh, no, I, I think really, you know, if we could summarize what we're looking to do with a Canadian personal finance hangout is we're looking to have a conversation about money. We're looking, we're, we're going to talk about stuff that's in the news and we're going to talk about stuff that people want to talk about. And I think that the, I think the social aspect is a lot of fun. I mean, Sandy, you've been involved with uh, some stuff socially, like a, a it was actually kind of a like a question and answer period or something like that. And Rob, you've done some stuff socially, and I think that we're we're just going to have fun. And if anybody's expecting suit and tie and you know stock advice, please don't watch our show. That's not what you're going to get here. What you're going to get here is honest people trying the best to to make sense out of stuff that could help you out personal finance. It's actually quite easy to talk about and as you can tell uh, we're going to have an opinion on some stuff and we probably will disagree and we'll try our best to not disagree with our guests and uh, yeah so Sandy I'm going to give you a, a final comment and then Rob and then oh by the way uh, I'm going to moderate. I, that's kind of what I do because I got the social side and uh, Rob and Sandy will speak intelligently on stuff so Sandy why don't you close this up and then Rob you get the final word and then I'm going to go peace out. So I, I can't promise to speak intelligently all the time. I am a, I'm, I'm pretty much a, an enormous goofball, except for when it comes to talking about money and being. I'm a money nerd. So this kind of stuff, I would do this. I mean, I am doing this mostly for fun, and I like, I like it. And I'm, and so I, I'm gonna not be totally serious all the time. Also, I'm kind of a, I always, I put that on my Twitter. I mean, I'm a curmudgeon. I just, I, I'm fairly skeptical and. Yeah, so we'll see how that all plays out. Hopefully I won't insult people every single time we have a hangout. <laughs> so you're going to offend people. You will offend people and you're a curmudgeon. <laughs> can we, can we, we, we can summarize it like that. Perfect. Rob. <laughs> well, I, I'm just excited that we're doing something like this. I find like the most uh, enjoyable part or I get the most satisfaction out of helping like individual readers, I guess, where they're, you know, they send an email after an article and they have a follow-up question or you know, if there's a forum or, you know, some of the social media sites where people are asking questions and they're just looking for real advice and that's what we were talking about earlier. Like they're just looking for, you know, honest to goodness personal finance advice and not some junior mining stock tips, Jackson. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, and, and, and so I think I get a lot of satisfaction out of that and so I, I'd enjoy doing it on this kind of uh, platform where, you know, it's just a, a more fun way to interact. Yeah, and I'd... That's exactly where I'm at. Um, because of our involvement, uh, the three of us are moderators in the Canadian Personal Finance Hangout, and uh, uh, Larry McDonald from the Globe and Mail gave Sandy and I each an email. Rob, did they do an article on you or no? Yeah, I did one a few years ago. Okay. When, when my mom and I were first starting our blog, we did one. He's nice. well ahead of us, Jack. Yeah, I know. He, he's a, that's old hat to he's him. Advanced. Yeah, but uh, Larry McDonald hit us from uh, Globe and Mail, and they put out the article, and they did an article on each Sandy and I, and I love it. The first comment, I mean, I'm you got to you got to understand. Like, I phoned my dad up, and it's like, Dad. I'm in the Globe and Mail. He's like, son, you made me so proud. And then, honestly, the first comment on the Globe and Mail article, this guy's an idiot. I'm just like, awesome. How does it get better than that? I get called an idiot in the comments. So I promise, this is a social show. If you want to call us an idiot, we can find your Twitter handle and we will have a discussion about it. So, uh, 
yeah, no, I thanks for watching if you've made it this far and we, we look forward to uh we look forward to talking with you and uh yeah, look forward to what we have in store and you can always check us out at personalfinancehangout.ca uh and I'll have the links there. We've got the Google Plus community and we've got the Twitter. So there we go. Thanks guys. We're out of here. Good night. Yeah. Good night, folks. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Because Money is a labor of love and involved no ads or other sponsorship, be sure to click the like or subscribe button where you downloaded this from, as we'll help other listeners find the podcast and raise our profile, which in turn makes it easier to book guests. Please visit becausemoney.ca for show notes and related links.